Hey guys, it's Stacey and Hutch, and apparently our bosses thought that we didn't talk enough. <laughs> so we're going to do a podcast. We're going to say too much. Hopefully we don't get fired, but it's a podcast, so they can't fire us for having our own thoughts. And we don't get paid for this, so how can you fire from something you don't actually do for a job? You're not getting paid? No, are you? Let's start the podcast. Hello, everybody. I hope we don't say too much. Oh, we're going to say way too much. It's brought to you by Mattress Galaxy as we come to you on this. uh, Well, it's a fine day, at least the day we're recording this. It's gorgeous outside. It is nice and sunny and it looks like it's warm. Have you been to Stacy's place yet or no? No, I can actually pinpoint where it's at based off of pictures she has posted, though. Which is <laughs> that's kind, not creepy. That's kind of creepy. Yeah, but you don't know the floor. You don't no. know the number. And there's, by the way, if you know Stacy, the queen that she is, she has tons of security you have to get through first. Yep. And by that, I mean one person at a desk. I'm going to guess that Stacy's place yeah. this time of year yeah. has some incredible views. It, it, does. it does. It's beautiful. But listen, we can't talk about Stacy's place right now because we are excited to have this guy. He just jumped into the room. Oh, goody. Uh, I, I will tell you. Let me add him quick. Jamie Jones is hey! with us. Jamie! Hey! Hi! Look at you. Hey, what's up, y'all? Your little studio there. Oh, that's cool, man. It is yeah. cool. Where are you right yes, now? Yeah. I'm in L.A. and, and I, have a, I have a music studio here at, at, on, on my uh, property. And uh, that's this is where I spend most of my time. Well, Jamie Jones, all for one. Uh, first off, I've got to get I got to get really mad at you because Ross and I had plenty of sixth grade dances <laughs> where we were just standing in the corner when your song would come on and we would just start crying because all the hot women that we loved were taken by another guy. <laughs> and we were just singing your song. Yeah, and we just... were we were basically in the corner dancing with each other. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm just shocked that you had hot women in the sixth grade at your dances. I mean, okay. Well, I'm we sure thought they were hot. We thought they were hot, yeah. the, you know, I'm sure. But uh, no, I'm just saying the women part instead of the girls. Oh, oh, oh there yeah, were I no was, women. I was totally into the teachers. <laughs> Those are teachers, yeah. <laughs> we were actually yeah, at the uh, PTA parties. <laughs> you know, we we you have such a, a history, not only with the group and solo and producing and all of this stuff, we clearly don't have enough time, but we do want to talk about Mystic Lake. You come in there for uh, a boy band Christmas. Do you do you hate the term boy band, or how do you feel about that term? You know, here's the funny thing. So for a long, 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 for a long. Uh oh, we're looping. We're looping. Uh oh. What do we do? He's producing. You don't know this, but it's come back in, Jamie. Loop and a loop. Oh, it's still doing it. Okay, let me let me add him. Hold on, Jamie. Come back come back in. All right, Jamie, come back in. Head out, out and come back in. Come back in. Yeah. For a long, for a long, for a long. That's a cool song. That should be our new intro. Uh, that should be our new intro. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was, was actually weird. awesome. That that was, was, <laughs> the look of panic on his face for a second. He's like, what's happening? <laughs> I'll tell you, he's really good at producing. because he, Whatever he just did. On the fly. He must have one of those chewy monsters. <laughs> okay, let's see if he can come back. Yeah, we'll get him in in just a second. Okay. Uh, but here, he, here he comes. Oh, no, <laughs> it's still doing it. Oh, no. Hold okay. on. All right. Can we communicate that to yeah. him? You, you do your thing and then we'll we'll come back here. Let's see. Nope. <laughs> I love this. He's the he's the best. I can't wait to talk to Live him. Live podcasting, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Well, the one thing I, I am interested in, in hearing from him from, <laughs> it's still happening, um, is, is the whole boy band thing. Because that term, when you're in a boy band is great when you first start out. Yes, yeah. 
But when you become a man and you produce real music, that yes. is not that their music wasn't real. It's, you know. Well, and then I just wonder, too, the connotation that comes with it the entire time. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy band, boy band. But to your point, well, yeah, that was 10, 15 years ago. I do all of this. Yeah. So is it tough to escape that, so to speak, if you're doing more than just that? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, listen, I I think boy bands have that negative connotation of just producing, you know, music that is just easy. You know, it seems like there he is. There's Jamie. Yes. All right. I was able to text him. Okay, good. So hopefully now. Oh, now we might need his mic on. Oh, I'll turn phone. it on. I got it. Okay. Oh, there you go. Uh, Hi. Turn your mic on. Oh, there it is. Can we hear you? Are you there? Jamie. Marco. I can't, see you. We see you, but we can't hear you. Buddy. Can't hear you. Let's try. No. <laughs> Live podcasting. I know. Yeah. No. Don't got you. Okay. Can't hear your ears, man. Yeah. Sorry, bud. Uh. Try whatever you want. Maybe your Bluetooth. Is your Bluetooth on? Bluetooth. Can you hear me now? I'm trying to think of what our what our solution here could be. One second. Okay. He, he says said, one second. He said, I'm going to write you a song, Hutch. And you were going to get the woman of your dreams. But I don't No, I don't hear you, man. Um, do we have something? No. Type it to me. Okay. He's going to come back. <laughs> he's going to come back. All right. We'll, we'll get this figured out. Yeah. Right. The... I think we should just play the remix again. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that song. That was such a great song. This is how you know we do everything live. Yep. You know, and uh, yeah, I because growing up in Orlando, Florida, man, boy bands were everywhere. Yes. Like yeah. the yep. start of NSYNC and the start of Backstreet Boys and O-Town. 98 degrees. Oh my gosh. And a lot of those going to be at Mystic Lake mm-hmm. with... They're like a one super super group. It's a super boy band mashup. And then they're thrown in Christmas. So it's still doing it. It's It's still doing it. For a long, for a long, for a long. Okay. He's like, I'm figuring this out. I love him. This is so funny. I love this. I'm just going to put it down for a little bit. Let's. There you go. Yes. Yes. Now we can hear you. All we were hearing was for a long, for a long, for a long, for a long. We're like, nice. We think that's going to be your new number one. Yeah. We want you to take that. We want you to take that to the producers. So forget, you know, another one. Forget that little thing. Yeah. That he kept doing. Who did that? I don't know. Khalid. Khalid did he do another one? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Biggie used to do it back in the day. And another one. Oh, yeah. Now, this is the new thing. You just get that out there. We were talking about boy bands and that connotation. (laughs) Now that you're a a man, you're a grown man. You're all adult. You shave and everything. (laughs) Well, kind of. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So, when people started, when we came out, no one ever called us a boy band. They used to call us an R&B group. Mm -hmm. Right. Boy bands came around and around the 2000s, once Backstreet and NSYNC came out, then they started saying boy bands. And then people started calling us boy bands. And we like, uh, first off, we're men. And <laughs> secondly, you know, we're just a group. So at first we used to have a problem with it, but now I could care less. I don't care if you call me boy band, if you call me a group, as long as you call me. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. You know, this, this super group that you're doing, they call it a boy band Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really a cool mashup. How do you blend your voices together with different people that you may have not worked with in the past? Yeah, that must be hard. Well, I mean, you know, the good thing is I come from a group. We all come from different racial backgrounds and we had to learn how to blend together. And honestly, it's just really about listening 
getting in where you fit in and, you know, and, and just making sure that everyone shines, like not trying to steal anybody else's spotlight, just making sure that we're having a good time together. Mm-hmm. I'm always interested as to how these sort of collaborations start. Is this mm-hmm. you were at a Christmas show together, a holiday show together a few years ago and said, oh, we should do this. Like, or is this a you're is at this Trader a, Joe's? Yeah. And you're like, is that yeah. a Drulache? Yeah. Is this a texting yeah. thing? Like, how does this how does this come to be? Because I, I love this. This is this is my time of year. So anytime I see or hear things about this, it's immediately on my radar. But I just wonder, mm-hmm. how did it start? How did you get here? Well, it's funny, you know, so I've been friends with Jeff for a very long time with Jeff Timmons for a long time and everyone else, you know, we've met on lots of different occasions and we're all friendly, but I'm also good friends with Seth, who is 98 degrees is uh, um, booking agent. And Seth is a really cool guy. And we've actually had lots of meetings and talked about doing some other things together. So, you know, Seth and Jeff had approached me and said, Hey, we're thinking about doing this. Would that be something you'd be interested in? I'm like, you know what? That would be awesome. Like, I've never, for me personally, I've never done anything like this. Anytime I've been on stage, nine times out of 10 has always been with the other guys in All for One. Now, I did do some solo projects. I did a, a solo, like, inspirational album. And recently, I've dropped a couple solo singles. And I've done some stuff where me and my buddy Wayne Brady, we've done some duets. And, and I've done duets with other artists who I've produced. Um, but as far as this is concerned. This is new for me. So I, I, you know, had a conversation with the rest of the guys and all for one and said, listen, you know, this opportunity came up and I want to, I want to try it out, you know, and, and, and I just need you guys' blessing. And of course I got it. And, but yeah, it just, it naturally came about just through relationship. How many, how many places are you guys playing? Oh, many so, or just a few. No, no, it's so we're basically out for the entire month of December. Um, and we start in um, November 28th in Louisiana. Um, and and then it's like it, it's it's pretty busy. It's pretty busy. How do you you know, I'm sure you guys are going to do other so, each other's songs. How mm-hmm. do you how do you do that when it's a different group and different voices? Are you like, OK, listen, no, it's. I swear, not I swear, like, (laughs) how do you do that? And, you know, when, you know, Jeff is teaching you his stuff and, you know. Right, right. Well, you got to give each other a little grace, (laughs) you know, got to give each other a little grace as, as artists, you know, it's like, yeah, I could teach them like, okay, listen, guys, it's like this. I swear, (laughs) you know, you need to do the air air, air on it. You got to do (laughs) that. But at the same time, they're also artists and they're also amazing. And, and one of the things that I've learned when as a songwriter and a producer, so a lot of times if I write a song and I demo it, I try not to make sure, I, I try to make sure that I don't get what I like to call demo-itis. And because then what happens is if you remember in the 90s, right, Babyface was writing songs for everybody, but then everybody that sang them sounded like Babyface. <laughs> <laughs> and so you just have to have make sure that you give the artist the ability to be artists, meaning that you may not sing it like that. You might go, I swear, instead of going, I swear. You know, you it just, you as an artist, your natural tendencies may be 
to do something slightly different. So we just have to have a little grace for each other that, hey, do your thing. Because if people want to hear the way it normally is, they can come to an all for one concert. This is us having a good time together. So you do you, boo boo. <laughs> do you ever get do you ever get upset or, or jealous maybe of a song you wrote and someone else does it and becomes big and you're like, you're like man, I should have kept it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, so there is a song. There's a song I wrote called Beautiful Is You that All For One did. And then not too long afterwards, I did another version on Wayne Brady and Jim Brickman um, for Disney, for Cinderella. And recently, Wayne, who's on um, Dancing With The Stars, he sang it or that he performed to it. And that was one of those things where, you know, I'm on the set of this huge Disney thing. And we actually rewrote the second verse to really match the whole Cinderella vibe. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, dang it. You know, Wayne, you're my big bro. Like, that's my best friend in the world. I'm like, you're my best friend, but that should be me, Dealers, Tony, and Alfred up there dancing with Cinderella right now. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, as a songwriter, I was like, but I'm still getting paid. So I'm happy. Money's money. Yeah. <laughs> How excited are you to be when you do this, at least this concert run? You're going to be in a lot of... Um, winter-esque cities are you are you prepared for dealing with um the minneapolis st paul area no. and the other yeah for those watching on youtube you could see you could see his answer but you have to right you can't really do a show like this in june it'll be no, fun to be here can't. at christmas time though but, but you got to remember right i'm from la right we don't really have like harsh winters so it's like you go winter jacket shopping here you know and i show up in minneapolis with a members only jacket and step <laughs> off the plane and i'm like oh my god you know I, I you know i can't feel my toes so i think i'm gonna have to go online shop in new york or boston or somewhere to find some real winter clothes so i don't get out there and get like sick as soon as i step out of the airport <laughs> the hype in the 90s for all for one probably was crazy for you it was probably one of those moments in your life where it's a pinch me moment and all that stuff you're still talented. You're still doing stuff. Um, you can maybe go out, as Stacey said, to a Trader Joe's, mm -hmm. where in the 90s it was so different. Do you prefer the hype that was all for one, or do you prefer doing what you love doing now? And like being maybe able to... industry people might recognize you, but not the average person right. on the street might right. not. Right. You know, it's a little both. I'll say this. You know, of course, in the 90s, there are a lot of luxuries that these kids today have that we didn't have. You know, mm -hmm. We didn't have cell phones. And and when I finally did, it, it looked like one of the guitars on the wall uh, <laughs> on, my, on, on my side. Like no social media. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, and we didn't have social media. So it was like, you know, back then, like when you saw somebody that you loved from television or an artist, it was a much bigger event to see them walking through the mall because now you can just go online and go on their Instagram and you see them walking through Target, you see them walking through everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, so it was more of an event then to see somebody and, and it would become that. And it was one of those things where, you know, the four of us are always been like mall guys. Like we love going to the mall in every city we go to. And I remember going to the Mall of America and we were there for like an hour and a half. And I think we went to two stores, you know, we just, we couldn't walk. Yeah. You know, where now I can go through the whole mall of America. You know? <laughs> oh, it's pretty big. So it's like, yeah. You know, it's four levels. So it, yeah. I mean, I, I do, <laughs> I do appreciate the fact that, you know, at the end of the day, I don't care who you are or what you do. We're all humans. We all put on our pants the exact same way. Right. We all have needs. We all need to go shopping at Target sometimes and grab some stuff. 
it, you know, I feel sometimes for some of the artists who aren't able to do that because, you know, it just doesn't allow you to just do what everybody else does, the things that you need to get done. But then at the same time, if you can't shop at Target because every time you go there, you get mobbed, it means you're selling lots of records, <laughs> lots of concert tickets, and the dream that you had as a child has come, come true. true. Yeah. I, I wonder you if it's, if it's kind of like feeling like you're in a pandemic all the time, only nobody's sick. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you have to kind of isolate yourself a lot. That's yeah, kind of a weird feeling. It kind of seems a little miserable. Yeah. And, and the hardest part about it is as an entertainer, you're not really allowed to have bad days. Mm -hmm. you know, I, I'll never forget, and I'll try to make it short, but being at Red Lobster back in the day with my family and my grandfather had just passed away and I was on tour when it happened. So I finally get off tour and I'm with my parents and they're just explaining to me everything that, that went on. And I had some people come over to the table and, and they wanted to take pictures. And I was actually really sad. You know, I'm sitting at the table crying and mm -hmm. whatnot. And and so I said to this gentleman, I'm like, hey, you know, I am so sorry, brother. Like right now, it's just not the best time. Mm -hmm. And he got upset. Oh, and he he got mad. Mm. He's like, well, I buy your records and it's because of people like me. And, and, and he mm. goes off on me. And so finally, I was like, listen, bro. And then my dad's like, That's, uh, you know? yeah. my dad it's like you're emotional already. <laughs> well, yeah. But the thing is, it's like, you know, sometimes people are not as understanding giving or give you as much grace or understanding that, hey, I'm a person like you. And I was very close to my grandfather and I'm getting all of this news now and I'm just not in that headspace to, hey, come on, let's just, where's your mama at? Where's your mama there? You know? <laughs> right. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Do you, have it's hard sometimes. do you have kids now? Oh, I do. Do you, do you say, listen, don't talk to me that way. I used, I, I created a huge hit that even a country artist freaking covered. <laughs> don't you dare talk to me like that. I'm a big freaking deal. Don't you deal. know who I am? I'm big yeah. daddy. <laughs> what do they think of, of you being an all for one? That's gotta be weird, right? Oh, they love it. But you know, the thing is I'm not all for one at home. At home, I'm just dad. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's like, for, for me, I really have two personalities. I have just Jamie here in the studio or, and dad at home. And then on stage, when I've got my stage gear on and I'm in that zone, then there's that guy. And that guy is a lot different than the everyday guy just chilling here. But listen, so if I, like, I was your kid, Jamie, and because I say this a lot of the time, I'll say to my kids, I swear. But see, when you say it, I would just start busting out laughing <laughs> as your kid because I'd be like, by the moon and the stars in the sky. You know, I would just be like, what are you swearing to dad? You know, <laughs> See, that's that's why I, I would just swear. Instead of saying, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. With, um, with all of your experiences, especially where you're at now. What do you tell younger talent or talent that's just breaking into the business? Maybe they're starting to rise. What do you tell them? Because you, you've you been there. What what advice yeah. do you give them and what do you let them know about that? Maybe they don't know now, but they're going to know one day. What do you try and let yeah. them know about? Well, one of the things I try to let them know about every time is, listen, there are some aspects of the business that has never changed. One of them, the biggest one is, you really, whatever it is you need to do, you need to make sure you have thick skin. You got to make sure that you are okay with hearing the word no, because you will hear no more than you'll ever hear your name, right? You'll hear, and and and, and the thing is, 
the other thing to remember in, in the music business is it's one of the only businesses that you can say this, but right is relative, meaning all four of us on the screen right now could have different favorite genres of music. It doesn't make any of us wrong. It just makes us different. So you have to realize that that you are going into a marketplace where there are no specific right and wrongs. You know, my thing is, I just have to believe that there has to be more people in the world that enjoys music the way I enjoy it. So that way, if I am true to myself and I put my best foot forward and I don't try to copy and be anyone else, I only try to be Jamie Jones and I go in that lane, then once I know that I've done my absolute best, then that's when I have to have faith and hope that there are other people that listen to music the way that I like it. But, you know, you just have to really stay true to yourself and have thick skin because you're going to hear a lot of criticism. And now in this whole social media age where you got all oh, these yeah. internet gangsters who feel like they could just go online and say anything they want because they're not in front of you. You know what I'm saying? You just got to have thick skin. You got to be able to take it and just say, you know what? I'm going to just keep being true to me and I'm going to keep moving forward. You know, uh, you said something interesting where you got to be able to take a no, but when you, when you become to a level like you're at or someone else is at the yes has become very dangerous too because everyone's going to tell you yes everyone's going to say yes to you and yeah. that's not good either yeah well that's why it's important to make sure if you can if you can it's important to make sure that the people who were down with you from day one before you got on whatever high horse you end up getting on are hopefully still around you because nine times out of 10, those are the people who have no problem being extremely honest with you. And they're not just yes men. Cause then once you get on, you know, it's like, it's hard to figure out who you can trust. Cause you got people who, who will just come into your life to try to, you know, be on the payroll mm -hmm. and will say whatever they think you want to hear. Whereas a lot of the people that were down with you from the jump from day one, will be like, Hey bro, that's not really a good look. I wouldn't do that if I were you. And then you can say, okay, well, let me weigh that advice you've given me and weigh what I feel in my heart. But, you know, when you get all them new friends, you know, sometimes that could be the, the downfall of a lot of artists. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, it's one of those things where you just, you always have to have a good head on your shoulder, but sometimes it's super hard. Especially when yeah. people come to you, especially women coming at you or or if, you know, men coming at you. And it, it's just yeah. it's it's got to be hard, man. I'm so excited for you guys to come here. We're actually going to talk to uh, Cabrera next week. Yeah. And nice. and so I, I feel like with the, the five of you guys that are on this tour, I think there's going to be some pranks being pulled. I think there's going to be something here happening. So do we have to watch out for you or him? Eric, no, I'm already thinking between Eric and Ryan. I think that's probably where most of the pranks are probably going to come from. Okay. Mm, all right. All interesting. Right. We won't tell him you said that. I mean, we yeah. will, but we'll tell you we won't tell him you said that. Man, thanks for joining yeah. us. We appreciate it. We can't wait to see you here. Hit us up. We'll grab lunch or something. Yeah, that'd be fun. That would be well, awesome. Hopefully, hopefully y'all come to the show. We will oh, be yeah. there, yes. December 21st, yes. Wednesday, 8 p.m. Mystic Showroom. Tickets are on sale. They start at $39, and we'll help you buy a coat. So you don't nice. freeze yeah. it out. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe we'll present you with the coat. You know what I think should happen yeah. is when you sing, I swear I should stand in the corner like my sixth grade dance and just stand <laughs> there while you sing it, <laughs> acting like I'm dancing with the girl. Yeah. I, think, yeah. you know. I heard the Frankenstein sixth grade dance. Yes, I guess. <laughs> yeah. like, 
Yes. Hunch and I were. I need to see some space. (laughs) (laughs) There's got to be room for Jesus in the middle. I was just going to say, Hunch Hunch and I were great at leaving room for Jesus. Yes. If I I start crying to that song, it's not because I lost a love. It's because I had no love. (laughs) It's sad, isn't it? I will reach out and see if I can find your sixth grade teacher then. <laughs> I'm a little bit older than my head game, so I was probably yeah, that's I was right. probably making out with somebody. <laughs> ah, there you go. Jamie, we appreciate you, man. Can't wait to see you. Hit us up when you get into town, all right? Thank, Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Right, love you, man. Yes. Thank you. All right. That is Jamie oh, Jones. He was funny. That was, was that was fantastic. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, ho- I can't wait till he hears that loop go over. Are you oh. over? That was funny. That was I got to so be good. honest. The highlight for me was when I asked him about, are you prepared to be here? And you'll have to watch this on YouTube. Oh, face. His, oh his face was. Yeah. No. I think I just spit on <laughs> oh, camera, my God. by the That's way. Okay. That's okay. Don't worry okay. about it. Um, all right. It is time for. Actually, wait. Sorry. Nope. No. If Jamie comes into town, where does he have to stop to get a good night's sleep? He's got to get a great night's sleep. <laughs> yes. And Mattress Galaxy. That's right. You know, if he stops at one of the locations, and there are several, there's one in Hudson and Hastings and New Richmond and now in Woodbury, Woo-hoo! right off 94, next to the water tower, um, They can che- he should check and see if Suzanne's around because she's delightful. Um, but anyone can help you there, and they'll help you figure out what is best for you to get you the best night's sleep, and they don't work on commission, so you know that you'll be comfortable there. You won't feel pressured because they're not going to try to upset you really they're just interested in helping you find a good night's sleep they've got all the big brands and you should see the Stearns and Foster mattresses and their room oh the Woodbury room of Stearns and Foster and you walk in there and it's like oh I'm going to take a nap in here <laughs> it's just beautifully decorated and it's just like instant comfort and uh, it's just really a great place to shop with great people and they always have a nice special going on I won't say what it is now because it'll only confuse you if you're watching this later because it will change by the time you watch this <laughs> all so, right there you check go them out yeah uh, mattress galaxy you want to better now now let's do it it is time for pass or play pass or play it's time to play the game all right where are we at? What are the standings? 13 to 12, Hutch leads. He okay. was the big winner on the last pod to reclaim his lead. Your topics today. Hey yeah. I need uh, junk, junk paper. You need, you need paper? I need paper. Yeah. yeah. You don't need thing. to help your opponent. You don't need to do that. Well, I just need, I know, I get it. Stacy's so great. A true competitor. To, she wants well, you at your best. There's so many categories I can't remember. And if I, I ask you again, you're going to go into a long story about the categories. And then we're going to be like, okay. And yeah. I'll sing more Boy Meets World. <laughs> Okay. okay. The best part the way, of waking up. Um, put a check mark for a, another Boy Meets World comment in okay. the podcast. I think we're on a roll. I think we're Got it. like 12 in a row right now. All right. Let's do uh, best part of waking up. Yeah. Your topics are the best part of waking up. Hot ride. The meaning of hutch. Mm-hmm. A Fahrenheit question. Fahrenheit. Real talk. Mm. Ladies first. Really? Sure. I went first last time. It doesn't matter. Um, let's go with the best part of waking up. This question to me is already insane, by the way. I, d- I went to three different websites to verify this. Per the always trusty and reliable coffeeaffection.com, this country consumes the most coffee a year. A per capita average. Okay. Of 26 pounds per person. Jeez. A, Brazil. B, Guatemala. C, Finland. Or D, Canada. Hmm. Brazil, Guatemala, 
Finland or Canada? Consumption is the is the uh, the only thing, thing I couldn't quite figure out on the twenty six pounds. Do they mean like the weight of the cups as you set them or up, or the beans, or, or the, the beans. actual beans and grounds? I think they mean beans and grounds. Probably, I would yeah. think so yeah. because yeah. the weight of those cups would be far more yeah, than twenty six pounds. I don't think you would measure uh, liquids in pounds, would you? I feel like that's a lot of coffee. I and do too. I drink a lot of coffee. Yeah, and I think that. I don't think it would be. Oh my gosh, you know I'm going to. I'm going to pass this one. Ooh, a little strategery. But I'm going to save what I think it might be and see what he has. Now she's probably going to think Hutch is going to say Brazil because they have Brazilian coffee. So why wouldn't he say Brazil? But I'm not. I'm going with Canada. Final answer. Okay, I like your play, eh? Hey. However. Mm. Not Wait. correct. Mm. I was going to say Finland. Oh, Finland was correct. Oh. Yeah. So the double. So I would have won it. Yeah, you, you, you basically got it right no matter what. Yay, me. Good for you. I, of course, have to pick the Hutch one. Oh. The meaning of Hutch. No one knows the meaning, not even me. This one's true or false. Okay. It may be too easy. I'm sorry if it is, Stacy. The non-American definition of the word Hutch is... A person, generally calm in nature, docile, and sluggish. (laughs) (laughs) This is true or false? A person, generally calm in nature, docile, and sluggish. Is that the non-American version of the word hutch? True or false? See, I want to give it to her, but it's 50-50. I'm going to go, I'm going to give it, I'm going to pass. You're gonna pass yeah. it to Stacy for and I know a fifty-fifty answer. I know answer. she's a wordsmith, but I'm, I don't know the answer, so I'm not even gonna try. Do you need it one more time? No, 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 no God, um, no. I think I have looked it up before, but I, I was looked up the bunny part, the bunny hutch. <laughs> but I think that that is false. That is false. That's correct. Also, dang it, well played. The uh. real definition. A box or cage, typically with a wire mesh front, for keeping rabbits, ferrets, or other small domesticated animals. Rabbits. One more win and she wins. Wow. (laughs) All right. The meaning of Hutch. I did like what you said. Nobody knows. Stacey, your turn. Hot ride, (laughs) a Fahrenheit question, or real talk? Um, the first two have to do with temperature, perhaps. Let's go with, is real talk going to be about real as in real, or is it R-E-E-L? Or can't you tell me? Real talk. You can't tell me? No. I can't tell you. Uh, It's probably movies. I'm not great at those right now. I'll go with Fahrenheit question. Hot ride? (laughs) 32 degrees Fahrenheit is how many degrees Celsius? Pass or play. I'm going to play zero. It's a clean sweep. God, that was so easy. <laughs> it was the easiest question that, in the world. That one was probably a bit easy, God. but you know, you could have had it too. Fine, you give her the win. It. You could have had it. 
a clean sweep, and we're tied again at 13. Give her the win. For pass Yay, or play. me. There you go. I'm going to save real talk and hot and ride hot, hot for ride. a different day. Right. Hot ride in We don't have time city. for snack chat. We no. ran out of time. I know. We did talk a long time, though. I know. We that's, had the glitch. Yeah, so we'll have to move it to a different time, but we do have some awesome ice cream. Yes, Carissa found them, so you know they're going to be weird. Yeah. Ice too- cream keeps for a while. It, it does. does. Yeah. Does, does so. nobody eat it from the freezer? I know. Well, yeah, don't tell Ross. Now you told Ross where it was. Well, Why? it's ice cream. Where else would it be? <laughs> it's not in the cupboard. Uh, all right. <laughs> That's Weirdo. true. I guess you're right. Well, I'm an idiot. All right. Make sure if you're listening to the podcast, watch it at uh, KS95Vids on YouTube or KS95.com. You can follow Stacy on all the socials. Just search Stacy KS95. I'm Hutch KS95. And where are you, Brendel? At Brendel Ross on Twitter or the Ross Brendel on Instagram. All right. Well, we got Ryan Cabrera next week, so we're going to have to push, push off your dating game. I oh. know. For another week. Oh, I didn't gosh. even come prepared for today. That's so. okay. That's okay. okay. All right. Thank you to Jamie Jones. Again, Mystic Lake. You can check out a boy band Christmas. It is happening on December 21st. There you go. Get tickets now at mysticlake.com. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. Hey.